Hey, everyone, and Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast, and this is our first one of 2021. Welcome to the new year. Yeah, I can't believe we're saying that. Uh, so real quick, as we dive into this, before we get to the actual scripture, we want to talk to you. New Year's resolutions. Everybody tries them. <laughs> Very few actually do them. And I'm sure you have at least considered or thought about doing a New Year's resolution for 2021. So we want to encourage you. Um, one of the most practical, helpful, encouraging things we can do is just commit to being even more consistent in our time with Jesus and our reading of the Bible. So mm-hmm. if you read you know, a couple times a week, maybe you consider making your New Year's resolution adding one more time. What does it look like to adding... Uh, just committing to one chapter a day. You got the podcast is here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. maybe just help kind of offset that, kick the ball around, we get the wheels turning. So you say, what, what has God got for me in this chapter? Yeah, and, that's a good, because, yeah. you know, there's always more of the Lord. So how are we yeah. creating space to yes. engage and encounter him? You know, what does that look like? Or um, how practically do I need to make, what practically do I need to make changes with in life so yeah. that I can actually, mm-hmm. you know, encounter um, this Holy yeah, Spirit who's inviting sure. us into more? 2021, bring the juice, bring the energy. <laughs> We're going to commit to it, but we commit to something that's realistic. It's sustainable. I'm not going to say, I'm going to read a book of the Bible a day or whatnot. It's, hey, I'm going to read a couple yeah. verses. I'm going to read a chapter. Yeah. And... That's it. And we're with you. So we're accountable with you guys. Yes, we're trying our best to do it too. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully we can do this together. It'll be a gift. Yeah. So today we're kicking it off looking at John 4. I think I've said this before, but John's probably my favorite gospel. Yeah. I love John. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Um, So you want to kick us off, Bob? Yeah. We just kind of talked about, okay, what stuck out for you? Let's let's start 2021 in that way, a doable way. So what's sticking out? And you know what? Sometimes stuff that sticks out is not profound. Sometimes it is just a funny little note. And so that was verse two for For me. Um, Let's see. The the Pharisees heard that Jesus, this is verse one, was uh, gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, Hmm. but his disciples. We were like, <laughs> what an odd detail to insert there. Yes. Like, is it a big deal if Jesus is baptizing or if it's the disciples that mm-hmm. are baptizing? Yeah. Maybe it is a big deal. I don't know. I don't well, know. so we just kind of stopped there. We're like, oh, well, that you know, how many times have we read John chapter 4 yeah. and not stopped to consider that? And so what we kind of ended on as we spent time just like, oh, I wonder, you know, what? well, what's going on there? Well, Jesus has his disciples and he, they are literally, so discipleship with Jesus was not some like very, you know, strategic academic thing. It yeah, was you're not in the classroom. <laughs> you're not taking tests. You're not having pop quizzes. Right. Well, yeah. and it's not like, you know, your spiritual formation was you walking with Jesus, was literally. you talking with Jesus, was you yeah. eating with Jesus. And so uh, it, I think what my understanding of this is just, this is kind of just an internship with Jesus, with the disciples and mm-hmm. Jesus saying, you know, um, baptize them. You Here's do it. Hands-on training. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's their lab. And yes. so, um, and that would also explain why there's just so many more people too, because more people in the name of Jesus Christ are baptizing mm-hmm. because just collectively, and it, when it just yeah. comes down to the amount of people, you know, it's not just Jesus, but it's his disciples yeah. too that are doing it. Jesus knew I'm not going to be here forever. I got to yeah. teach you youngsters how to do this. So when I'm gone, you can continue my <laughs> mission. But that's why I appreciate not only... Uh, the disciples be the ones baptizing, but mm-hmm. later on he sends out the 12, he sends out the 72, um, because he's saying yeah. you got to pair up and go actually 
live out what we're talking. It's yeah. not this head knowledge. When it comes to praying for someone like you, listeners, and Bobby and I, mm-hmm. we actually need to go and pray for people. Yeah. We need to go tell people about Jesus. We need mm-hmm. to take moments of silence and solitude. Like we actually live this out. Yep. Yep. And uh, that's pretty cool. So that was kind of the first thing that just stuck out in chapter four. And then as we marched through the chapter, you guys might be familiar with this story, um, but this is the story about the Samaritan woman who is drinking water from the well. Yeah. And um, we know that, you know, she's drinking water from the well in the middle of the day because she's like, she not probably, she isn't in good standing with the community. Yeah, it's hot. No one goes to the well at noon. She's alone. Right. Jesus just sent his disciples away. Yeah. Saying, go get me some food. (laughs) Um, yeah, so um, let's jump back in like around verse 21. They're in the middle of their conversation. They're talking about worship. And Jesus says to her, woman, believe me, a time's coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. said, you Samaritans worship what you don't know. We worship what we do know for salvations from the Jews, meaning Jesus Christ came from the Jews. Mm-hmm. Yet a time's coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are mm-hmm. the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God's spirit, his worshipers must worship in spirit and truth. Mm-hmm. And so, again, we ask ourselves this question, what does he mean? Yeah. What is he talking about to worship in spirit and truth? Yeah. And I think the way we understand it is there's just simply a balance between, like, the word and the spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The spirit uh, obviously makes the word come alive and allows our heart to be receptive to what it's saying. Uh, what he's saying through it. And then Mm -hmm. the word also then guides and navigates along with the spirit as we try to live our life. And so um, Mm -hmm. I think quickly we can lean, like the church in terms of the church global can lean like I'm 90% spirit, 10% word, or 90% word, 10% spirit. And I think we're actually called to have this balance of spirit and truth where Mm -hmm. we're actually grounded and rooted in God's word. We know what he's teaching us. We know what we're called to, but it's much more than some intellectual exercise and head knowledge. And we're just memorizing these verses, whatever. He's saying the spirit then brings you on the adventure. Mm -hmm. The spirit's Mm -hmm. the one who like makes this come alive and allows you to live into it and and will guide you. And the spirit's the one then who will bring up a a scripture to remind you of... um, I'll give you the words to say, don't worry about it. When Jesus sends out the disciples and you're at the bank and you're looking at this person, the teller, and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you feel the stirring in you and you're like, I feel feel like I should invite him to church or maybe I should tell him God bless you or just simply ask how I should pray for him. And and you give him a scripture. That's a balance of word and spirit, worshiping in spirit and truth because God's getting the glory. Mm -hmm. You're rooted in the word, but the Holy Spirit's the one who's navigating you, bringing you the energy and the empowerment to actually step into what he's calling you to. And... There's this beautiful balance. Yeah. And so I'm not sure. Maybe you could ask yourself today, if you're a teeter-totter or is a pie chart, like what percentage naturally are you leaning more into the word versus the spirit? Mm -hmm. And hopefully we can get to a place where it's balanced. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word. Yeah, that well, because you see that in the Samaritan woman's life after this. Yeah, and so we'll we'll get some. There's kind of another funny little blurb that happens in verses like 31 and 32. Yeah, but in verses 39, you read about how literally this woman, in um, partnering with Holy Spirit at the time, I guess you could say that was testifying all over town saying, come and see the man who's told me everything I've ever done. And so she, you know, she's living that out because then in verse 39, we, what does that say? Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. 
So when the Samaritans came to him, that that means Jesus, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed for two days. And because of his words, many, many became believers. And so you see this kind of pathway, how, um, you know, one person was ignited and uh, had an encounter with the Lord. Then that person is spreading this fire so metaphorically. But what's interesting is those people don't come and say, oh, this woman, she's amazing. Like she's super special. She had a supernatural encounter. She, you know, met this person that mm-hmm. told her everything. No, she's continually just pointing them back to Jesus. Yeah. And then they, when they talk to him and they come to him in their own, in their own way, and they're begging him to stay for two more days, then they have their encounter with him because he stays for two days. And so there's just this awesome picture. Like we talked about that, how Emmanuel VBS has brought so many families to Emmanuel church and ultimately to the Lord because of, you know, one kid in a family of, you know, five comes to VBS, has a great time, eats tons of, you know, fun candy, does crafts, hears the gospel and then, oh, but now their two brothers and sisters are coming. Oh, yeah. and, and now mom's connected at Bible study. Oh, and, and now mm-hmm. dad's worshiping too. And how it's literally just that, you know, that spark, that little s- spirit work in yeah. that kid's one kid's heart that has led now this whole family. For into sure. The and like you said, it's not the, it's not her testimony that saves them. Yeah. Because her testimony gets them intrigued. The spirit's using that to say, wait, what's going on here? Mm-hmm, and because mm-hmm. of her testimony, they're open to considering like what's happening, yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Like you mentioned in verse 42, then they go out to see Jesus. Yeah. They hear him. But then verse 42, they say to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Yeah. <laughs> now we've heard for ourselves and we know that this man is really the savior of the world. Yes. And so for you listeners... God has placed you in a place where you have certain people in your life that others don't have access to and aren't in a relationship with. And so I want to encourage you, share your faith, share your Holy Spirit stories Mm -hmm. and tell people what's happening in your relationship with God, because it might, the Spirit might get a hold of their ear and they might Mm. think, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if I should read the Bible. I wonder if I should pray for healing. I wonder if I should sit in silence. I I wonder if I should try going to church. And then God will use your story to set them up for their own encounter with God. Yep. And it's exciting. It's so fun. It's so fun. And uh, hopefully those people will say to us eventually, like, look, I don't believe just because of what you told me about your experience. I I met God myself. Yep. You're like, that is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, another shameless plug. As we end, <laughs> you guys, you know, Clark and Bob's favorite TV show is The Chosen. And so season two is going to be coming out sometime this spring. But this is actually the last episode of season one. Yes. By the far, woman at the well. Yeah. My favorite, probably some of the most powerful moments in the yeah. actual show. So if you haven't, go on YouTube, type in <laughs> The Chosen, and you can watch episodes one through eight. And you will not regret it. No. Yes. And if you don't, we'll just keep telling you to. (laughs) Yeah. We're just going to keep hounding you and telling you, you got to watch The Chosen. You got to watch The Chosen. You got to watch The Chosen. So, yeah, that's John 4. That's what we got. What's it look like to be balanced in word and spirit? Mm -hmm. Who has God put in your life so you can share your testimony, your Holy Spirit moments? Yeah. And uh, we just pray that God will use this scripture to encourage you and to bless those around you. So, that's all we got today, huh? Yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.